Hey Divas, we are so happy you joined us for today's podcast. We are three best friends on a mission to grow closer to God and encourage others to do the same. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram for more uplifting content throughout the week. Let us know if you have any topics you'd like to hear or if you have any prayer requests. We hope you enjoy the episode. (laughs) (laughs) Do I look pretty? Don't touch it. Be careful. Yeah, don't. Oh, that's not nice. That's not nice. Yes, you're honest. Yeah. Do I just look? Do I at least look all right? You have um stretchy eyes. study on the Beatitudes. Um, So we are in Matthew chapter 5 and we're in verse 7. And Jesus says, blessed are the merciful for they shall obtain mercy. Um, So I wanted to start off by uh, just defining what mercy is. So the Google definition is um, mercy is defined as compassion or forgiveness shown towards someone whom it is within one's power to punish or harm someone. I can't read. Mm-hmm. But, um, so, what do y'all kind of think of mercy as being? Like, I don't walk around thinking about punishing people. But yeah. what, <laughs> what do y'all think about what mercy is? I mean, I think to me... I latched onto the compassion part a lot more of just um, having empathy and showing kindness towards someone if they're struggling or going through something and, you know, just kind of being there for people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's what I had too, is the compassion part. Um, you know, just feeling, you know, like tenderhearted and, you know, just um, wanting to, you know, help or... Um, you know, be kind to that, to that person. Yeah. I think there's another <laughs> element of mercy too, and that, um, is forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Um, they kind of go hand in hand, um, compassion and forgiveness. But, um, one thing that I hear a lot going together is grace and mercy. Um, and I had a hard time kind of differentiating from the two, but kind of the short definitions that, um, I had to differentiate was, um, mercy is not getting something that you deserve and grace is getting something that you don't deserve. So, um, you kind of think of grace as being given something and mercy is not being punished, I guess. So um, like, sorry. Just go ahead. Um, yeah, I've heard that before too. And I think like how we relate to that, you know, like to our souls, you know, we do things we shouldn't do as everybody sins. You know, the Bible says we're all going to sin. And so God shows us mercy to forgive us for, of those sins. Um, and then so that's something we don't deserve. We don't deserve his mercy for the things that we do wrong. And then the grace part is, um, like you said, something that you... Something that you're given that you don't deserve. So something right. That so the given. salvation part would be yeah. the grace. You know, we mm-hmm. receive God's grace. 
to get that, you know, eternal reward. Jack's on that. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Mm -hmm. Um, so so it talks about you know, <laughs> if you're merciful, then you obtain mercy. So how do we be merciful? Um, I think the first thing that we can look at is um, com compassion or being empathetic. So we're going to turn to John chapter 8. Um, and this is a pretty popular passage when I think of mercy. Um, this is where the Pharisees bring the adulterous woman before Jesus. And they say, it's lawful for us to put her to death because of what she's done. Um, what do you say that we do? And, um, you know, Jesus bends down and is, is rotting in the dirt. And and finally he speaks and he says, whoever is without sin, cast the first stone. And um, all the men eventually realize, you know, everyone has sin and, and that they should be merciful towards her. And... Um, Jesus is is merciful towards the woman and and says that he doesn't condemn her and advises her to to go on with her life and not to sin anymore and I just think it's such a beautiful sentiment if you can um, be empathetic and put yourself in in the adulterous woman's shoes um, because our sins are, are worthy of death. You know, we, we don't deserve the grace that he's given us. Um, but Jesus chose to take our place on the cross and that, um, that mercy should be given to us. I think this one's really interesting every time I read this story because, um, you know, people always wonder, you know, what was Jesus writing in the dirt? Like, was he writing sins, you know? Like, and maybe those people were watching him write and thinking, oh, well, I've done that, you know? Like, mm -hmm. and thinking, well, I could be in that position. I could be the woman, you know, that's, you know, getting accused of the sin, you know, that everybody knows about, but people don't know about my sin, you know? Right. But, or whatever the case may be, but it's always just, it's just interesting to me, you know? Because I think that's why they started eventually walking away, because either he was writing it or they just realized, you know, in their hearts, you know what, I'm just as guilty as she is. And so, yeah, I think it's important that um, we also remember that that we've been shown mercy when we're considering um, showing mercy to other people. Um, we're going to turn to Matthew 18. Do you mind reading that for us? So we're going to read verses 21 through 35. Um, so it says, then Peter came up and said to him, Lord, how often will my brother sin against me and I forgive him as many as seven times? Jesus said to him, I do not say to you seven times, but seventy times seven. Therefore, the kingdom of heaven may be compared to a king who wished to settle accounts with his servants. When he began to settle, one was brought to him who owed him ten thousand talents. And since he could not pay, his master ordered him to be sold with his wife and children and all that he had and payment to be made. So the servant fell on his knees, imploring him, Have patience with me, and I will pay you everything. And out of pity for him, the master of the servant released him and forgave him the debt. When that, that same servant went out, he found one of his fellow servants who owed him a hundred denarii. And seizing him, he began to choke him, saying, Pay what you owe. So his fellow servant fell down and pleaded with him, Have patience with me, and I will pay you. He refused and went and put him in prison until he should pay the debt. 
When his fellow servants saw what had taken place, they were greatly distressed, and they went and reported to their master all that had taken place. Then the master summoned him and said to him, You wicked servant, I forgave you all that debt because you pleaded with me. And should not you have had mercy on your fellow servant as I had mercy on you? And in anger his master delivered him to the jailers until he could pay the debt. So also my heavenly father will do to every one of you if you do not forgive your brother from your heart. That's such a powerful story. If, if you put your yourself in in the place of that servant who who owes a debt to the king that is impossible for him to pay, um, just like it's impossible for us to to earn God's mercy and and to work our way into heaven. Um, if a thought came to my head that you know what if if God's mercy um, depended on how merciful I was towards others. Um, it'd probably be a little more motivating to be merciful towards others, but um, it's really impossible for me to even fathom how I could be as merciful as God. Just thinking of all the sins and the things that I've done to sin against God, um, to have to forgive someone else who's done that to me um, is almost unimaginable um well when you said um you know like if god forgave me like i i forgive others like you know what if god was just like oh, okay i forgive you but then doesn't put any action behind it and i don't get to go to you know heaven because mm -hmm. he's still holding on to the things that i've done you know because that's what i've done in the past you know when i forgive people i've noticed i say i forgive them but i still hold on to those grudges um and i think that's you know, key in this is, like, true forgiveness is, like, you know, in your heart. Like, do you truly, you know, are you truly let go of what they've done to you? Um, or are you still holding on to that? Like, every time you see that person, you know, that's done you wrong, like, do you still, you know, get angry at them? Do you still, you know, want to, you know, just get all those feelings, you know, back in, you know, and that affects the rest of your day, you know, it, um, then you truly haven't forgiven them in their heart. That doesn't mean, you know, when you forgive somebody, you know, you have to like forget that pain like it never happened because that's near impossible to forget, you know, when someone's truly hurt you. But, you know, just to look at that pain differently, um, you know, like to look at it like, I'm gonna take this and learn from it and know that it's in my past, but not continue to let it affect my future. Um, I think about all like the energy that I've put into um, holding grudges against people and like how much wasted time, you know, oh, I yeah. spent um, mm -hmm. letting that, letting that little thing that I could have, you know, changed the way I looked at, um, you know, how much it affected, you know, so much of, you know, my life. And they may not even know that you feel that way, you yeah. know, because sometimes even people say stuff to us and you think, well, I didn't really like that, but they don't, mm -hmm. they don't know. They don't realize, you know, just kind of throw away comment. Mm -hmm. And, mm -hmm. um, sometimes you just have to let those go. You don't have to confront people and think about every little thing, you know, cause mm -hmm. you know, sometimes we take things the wrong way and mm -hmm. you just have to be like, well, that's not, I'm just going to put that behind me and keep going forward. Yeah. The hard, the hardest thing for me to do is to forgive people who, who don't ask for it. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. and it's really more for, for you and for your peace of mind um, exactly. 
but I think Jesus shows the greatest example when he's on the cross um, in Luke uh, 23, uh, verse 34, um, when he says, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Another thing that we need to do is we need to prioritize mercy. Um, so we posted that scripture from Matthew chapter 9 verse 15 where Jesus is telling them to go find out what um, the, the phrase I desire mercy and not sacrifice means. Um, and I think that he kind of answers that in Matthew chapter 5 uh, starting in verse 21. Um, where he's talking about whenever you um, you come to worship, I'm going to paraphrase it in modern day terms, um, but whenever you come to worship and you realize that you have a trespass against um, one of your brothers, then you should, you know, lay down your sacrifice and go make amends and show mercy to your brother. Um, and then you can come and, and give your, your sacrifice. Um, it's tremendous to think that we can prioritize mercy over sacrifice because um, worship is so important to us um, and sacrificing our lives is important, but showing mercy to, to our brothers is prioritized up there uh, even ahead of sacrifice which I think is interesting. Um, so as we kind of wrap it up, do y'all have anything that y'all would like to, to add? Alright. Um, so kind of just the final thoughts is um, that mercy is, is something that we don't deserve um, and there's no way that we can earn it, but God is um, powerful and he is a good God and he forgives us of all of our our trespasses um, despite all of our shortcomings um, so thank you for watching and um, we hope that you will send us some feedback and send us some questions and have you have a good week <laughs> bye, bye.